Well, how's everybody doing tonight, you guys? Wow, that was so weak. How? That was like a very delayed reaction. Um, man, I hope you're doing awesome. I hope you had a good week so far. You've made it past hump day. Uh, you've only got Thursday and Friday left. Before, if you're in Cobb and Pauling Public Schools, you got a nice week-long break next week. So, congrats on that. Um, so, tonight, um, we're going to keep going in this series that we started a few weeks ago called Block Party. And... Our boy, Tyler, our intern, did amazing last week teaching on our neighbor. So if you see him, give him a high five, a fist bump, a, a hip check, something. Let him know that you appreciated him teaching last week. Um, so tonight, we're going to keep going with it, and we're going to talk about this idea of a mission, specifically knowing what our mission is, because a week very beginning week one was all about knowing your story. Like what has God done in your life? Then last week, Tyler talked about knowing your neighbor. Who is your neighbor? Your neighbor is anyone that God puts in your path, right? And it's apparently the person you're supposed to love just as much as you love yourself. So anybody you come in contact with, you're meant to love them just as much as the person you see when you look in the mirror. So this week, it's know your mission. So I wanted to define a mission before we even go any further, because I don't know about you, but when you think mission, I don't know what you think. My mind immediately goes like military, like covert op mission, like mission impossible. Like that's what I start thinking. I think video games, like I'm thinking mission like that. So let's, let's read what a mission actually is. It's an important assignment carried out for political, religious, or commercial purposes. So it's an assignment, something you're given to carry out, to do with some kind of purpose. So this is what a mission is. So that could apply to a whole lot of different things, right? It's something that you have that you're trying to accomplish with some kind of purpose behind it, right? I mean, that can apply to a whole ton of things. Like you might wake up in the middle of the night and think, man, I could go for some ice cream right now. You now have a mission to get ice cream in your belly. Your purpose is to fill up your belly with ice cream. And so what do you do? You get up, you go downstairs very quietly, and you get the ice cream, you put it into a bowl, you go back upstairs and you eat it in your bed, and you love every minute of it, and you have sweet dreams the rest of the night. Literally. Because you just put a bunch of sugar in your body. And it's amazing. So that was just like a little easy example of a mission. Some of you get progress reports back, right? Yeah. Some of you know what I'm saying right now because you're like, it's not good. I've already forged my parents' signature three times this semester. Don't do that. That's not cool. But progress reports mean... You see where you're at currently in your, in, your, in your class, where your grade is. So some of you have a new mission that was either given to you by mom and dad or your teacher or yourself of, I've got to make this grade higher. This can't stay this low. This can't be this bad. It's got to get better. So your mission is to 
increase your grade, to do better, maybe start to actually do your homework, maybe to actually start to read the book, whatever the thing is. And so that's maybe an example of a mission for you. Maybe it's a mission you're on currently. Some of you might look across the way in fourth period and you see someone, catches your eye. You're like, hey, they look cool. And your mission becomes to not look like an idiot in front of that person and maybe even look cool. And maybe even to where when they're around, they want to like say hey to you. And then maybe when you're around and you talk to them, you don't stumble over your words and say dumb things and look like a creeper. That might be your mission, right? Or um, like our boy Tyler, the intern, he had a mission not long ago. It was to get a particularly, uh, particular young lady to say yes to a question which involves the rest of her life. I don't know if y'all even knew that. Like, he got engaged not long ago to Hannah Walker, who's one of our middle school small group leaders. So that was pretty cool. Um, so if you see Tyler, it's another reason to high five him, fist bump him, hip check him. And when you see Hannah, say, I'm praying for you. So he had a mission. It was, man, I love this girl. I'm going to spend the rest of my life with this girl. My mission is to ask her to marry me. So he went out to accomplish the mission and he didn't even ask the question and he still accomplished the mission, right? He forgot to ask. He just got down on the knee and everybody was excited. And eventually I think he really asked and she said yes. So they are officially engaged. But, um, but he had a mission to, to accomplish a goal, right? And so that's what he did. But you do think of, I mean, this does apply to like where my mind went initially, like with missions, like a literal mission, like 007 mission, like 007, this is your, this is your mission. You have to go and you have to get this intel from this corporation, this evil and run by this, this megalomaniac that has an evil plot to take over the world and you have to get the information and maybe you might have to you you might have to do some crazy things with some crazy gizmos to do it but you're going to do it and you're going to accomplish the mission you're going to bring the intel back and you're going to save the world and that counts as a mission too because he had a goal and he had a purpose and he and he accomplished it so missions are like all over the place like they can be super intense and a really big deal and they can be really small deals and not a huge thing going on. Um, but missions are a part of our everyday life. But the one we're going to kind of focus on is, is one that's a little bit of a bigger deal because missions are part of everyday life and they're part of what we exist for. We exist to serve a purpose, right? We don't just exist to exist. We exist to accomplish something. And part of being a human is asking the question, what is my purpose? What is my mission? Why am I here? And so tonight we're going to address part of what that answer is to that question. And we find the answer, as we always do, the answer to every life-altering thing you could ever ask is found in Jesus. And Jesus answers this question. And he answers it by giving a mission to his disciples, to the guys that hung out with him, the guys that believed in him, the guys that loved him, the ladies, they, they, all the people that, that knew him and followed him, they would listen to what he said and they would 
go and try to accomplish what he told them. And so he gives them this final mission before he leaves the planet, before he goes back up to heaven to be with his father, he gives them this mission in Matthew chapter 28. So verse 16, it says this, then the 11 disciples went to Galilee to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshiped him, but some doubted. Then Jesus came to them and said, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I've commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. So Jesus calls those who are following him to continue to carry out his mission of sharing who he is with the world. So when you look at Jesus' life and you see what he did and what he accomplished, like what was his mission? I mean, his mission was to love people, for them to figure out who he was as the son of God, as savior, and then because of that, come to know God and come awaken to what life really is and who they're really meant to be. Experience this thing called salvation. I mean, that was what he was on the planet for. That was his mission and his goal. So right before he leaves the planet... What does he do? He takes his mission and he gives it to a very specific group of people. These disciples, these people that he's been talking with and hanging out with and have seen him do these things, that have seen him live this mission out, right? And so it's it's a little bit like if 007 was retiring, right, from the agency. And he's like, you know what, I got to step down, but with an English accent, right? He's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hand over my gizmos, my gadgets, and my missions over to 008. He's gonna take over for me. He's younger, he can keep this thing going. So it's kind of what Jesus is doing. He's like taking all what he's got, what he's been doing, he's giving it to the next folks up, like his people that are here, and giving it to them and saying, hey, take this thing forward. Like, go on with this thing. Take my mission, and it's now your mission. And that's what he does with these guys on the side of this mountain. But he doesn't just leave it at that, though, right? He doesn't just give us this mission. I mean, there's more wrapped up in that. He promises he'll be with us in this mission. So it's not like he just gives us the mission and he hopes we do do a good job with it. He's not just like, hey, here you go. Good luck. Because he had an advantage on us. Do y'all know what the advantage is? He was God. Like, we're not God. That's a bit of an advantage that he's got against, like, we were not God, so we can't do all these things that he can do. So for him, God, to give us, not God, a mission that he was trying to accomplish seems a little bit unfair. Like, would you agree with that? It's like an NFL quarterback looking at you and saying, listen, I'm feeling kind of tired. I don't want to run the offense right now. You're quarterback. That's going to go horrible. You're going, I don't care if you're a quarterback right now on a really good middle school team, you're going to get creamed. Like it's going to go horrible. And especially for those of us that don't actually play football, that's going to go even worse. And so for us, Jesus is handing us this mission, but he's Jesus, he's God, he's perfect. And yet he's giving us this huge mission to tell the whole world about him teaching them about him. That's like a huge task. That's like daunting. That's like mission impossible, right? I mean, 
How can we do this? Well, it starts to make more sense when you hear him say, I'm going to be with you through this. But then the question is like, well, how is he going to be with us through this when he's leaving? That doesn't make any sense, Brad. I think you're crazy. You're cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs right now. That doesn't make any sense. He's leaving. How is he with us? Explain. Well, he actually gives us what we need to accomplish this mission, which is what he had in accomplishing this mission. He gives us the same tool that he had. And we find that tool, that thing that's key to our success in our mission in Acts chapter one, verse eight. And this is him talking again. He says, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. So he told us to go reach the world and tell everybody about him and teach everybody about him and what he's told them. And he says, but I'll be with you. But yet we know he leaves. So how does that make sense? Well, he gives them the Holy Spirit, which is the same spirit he had because it's God's spirit. So they're getting the spirit of God to go into the whole world. It even says right there, I'm giving you this. You're going to have this so you can go anywhere and everywhere and you can tell people about me. That's what being my witnesses means, right? If you hear somebody get called to the stand in a trial and they're a witness, they're testifying to what they've seen and what they know about, right? So if we're Jesus's witnesses, we're the ones that are telling people about who he is because we know him. We know who he is. And the Holy Spirit enables us to do this far beyond what we could do by ourselves. Because we're just people. We've already acknowledged we're not God. We're not perfect. We got issues. We mess things up a lot. But God gives us his spirit so that we can actually accomplish this impossible mission. Thus making it not impossible anymore. Making it to where we can actually do this thing. So if we learned last week that our neighbors are who we're meant to love as much as ourselves, and those neighbors are anyone God puts in our path, along that path, wherever we may go, God's with us because his spirit is in us. And so he won't fail in accomplishing this mission because we might look at this mission and think, man, I'm going to fail this thing. I'm about to get the same grade I got on my progress report, an F, like in Jesus's mission, the Jesus mission, I'm going to get an F just like on the progress report. It's not good. It's bad. But when you stop and think about the fact that Jesus's spirit, the Holy Spirit is in you. If you know Jesus, you've accepted Christ. Literally, you have God's spirit in you now. You're awakened to a whole new life now. And so if that's true, God's spirit's in you and you have this mission Is God going to fail at his mission? Does God fail at anything? I'll give you a hint. The answer is no. He doesn't fail. If God failed, he wouldn't be God. He'd be an imposter. So if God doesn't fail and God called you to a mission, but then God's with you in the mission, what does that mean for us? We're not going to fail because he is not going to fail. And so we're not going to fail because God's not going to fail because we're following Jesus and trying to accomplish the mission that he's given us. How much more confident can we be when we go out 
when we try to take on this mission. Because this mission isn't really just our mission. This is really his mission. And so then the question becomes, will we go out in the power of his spirit, knowing he's with us, sent out to accomplish this mission? Will we go out and actually take on the mission now? Because some of us never take it on because we're scared to death of it. We're like, man, I'm not going to try to tell anybody about Jesus. I'm going to mess that up just like I messed up my grades, man. That's not going to be good. But how much does it change everything knowing he's with you? Like, no, 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 it's okay. I'm with you. It's kind of like going in to take the math test with the math teacher helping you through the whole test. If only they did that, right? That'd be awesome. They don't. But what they would argue is they were helping you all the way up till the test. And then, anyway, hold on the thing. But Jesus literally helps you. Like, he's there with you in that moment. So in this mission, he's helping you through it. He's walking with you through it. He's in it with you. You're not alone in this. This isn't a solo mission. This isn't a parachute from the chopper. Who parachutes from a chopper? I think it's a plane you parachute from. Um, A plane you parachute in all by yourself, like behind enemy lines. Like, no, 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 you're not alone. Jesus is with you. He's given you his spirit. He's there. You're good. You can accomplish the mission to go out and to love these people, to go out and share your story, to go out and be a blessing. All these things we've talked about for the past two weeks. That's your mission. As middle school students, do you realize how many people you're around every day? Hundreds. Do you know how many people I'm around every day? Like 10. Like, I'm not around nearly as many people as you are. It's probably a little bit more than 10, but it's not hundreds. Like, you're around hundreds Monday through Friday. Does that mean you have to, like, talk to all hundreds of them? No, not necessarily. That's not what I'm saying. I don't think that's what God's saying either. But he's saying, hey, whoever God brings in your path out of those hundreds of people, like, look for opportunities to accomplish the mission, right? Right? So schools, not just now, not just sixth, seventh, or eighth grade, like every year you're in school is another year to accomplish this mission in a mission field that's bigger than maybe any of them you'll ever be in ever again. You might not be around this many people ever again. And God's giving you this awesome opportunity, right? To show him to people in just how you live, how you interact with them, how you serve them. All those things we've talked about the past few weeks. Living out your story in front of them of what God's done and how amazing he is. And so here's my challenge for you tonight, right? Here's what I'm hoping and praying God does in this room. Is that us knowing our story, knowing our neighbor, and knowing what our mission is with that. It's Jesus' mission to go out and help people know him. So if that's the mission, and those are the things we need to accomplish it, then what if we really like took it on? Like we tried to accomplish the mission. Like we don't just talk about it and we all agree, yeah, we should accomplish the mission. And then we go out Thursday and then no one lives differently at all, right? That doesn't do any, like what are we doing if that's what's happening? Um, the, The goal is for something to change, something to happen. And so we're about to have a week break. Now, some of you won't have the week break, but the mission's still the same. The mission doesn't change. It's not like, hey, you have a mission if you have a vacation. And if you don't, then you take it off. No, no, no. Like this is like life mission, like for every day of your life. So regardless of if you have a break or not, this is what I'm asking for all of us to kind of take on together. This is students, leaders, this is everybody, right? 
For us, between now and not next Wednesday, because we're not going to be here for revolution next Wednesday, because we have the break, so we're going to be off next week. But we're going to be back the very next week, October 5th, we'll be back in here. And so our goal and our hope is that on the 5th, when we get back all together in here in this room, we would have a huge party celebration. And here's what we're celebrating. The mission being accomplished. We're celebrating people hearing our stories, responding to who God is, knowing that they're loved just as much as we love ourselves. Like those things happening. And so I'm asking, we're asking all of us collectively to go out and to do that. And when you do that, as you're praying for God to use you and as he does, that you would share your story. Now, how can you share your story? Well, Chad, throw up that slide that's got the kind of share your story thing on it. Um, you can do it two different ways. You can go to our website at westridge.com students. And when you look to the right, you'll see a thing that says share your story and it'll say something about block party on the right. So just go to that. That's our student webpage on our Westridge website. Go to the right side and click share your story and then type in what God did and what, what happened. Or if you're like big on social media, you're kind of a big deal. You got a lot of followers, you know, and you want to do that. That's fine. Um, just hashtag WRC block party on whatever it is God did. And it's you bragging on God and how he's accomplishing the mission, Jesus's mission. You know what I'm talking about? So those are two ways for you to share not only with the world what God's doing, but share it with us so that we can celebrate it together when we get back on October 5th. And so I'm hoping we just have tons of stories coming in. And so this could happen at any point between now and October 5th. Share these stories with us. Fill those things out. Post things on social media. And we'll grab them and we're going to come back and we'll celebrate on October 5th all that God's done. Because at the end of the day, we, we all acknowledge and realize, man, God's the one who does this stuff. He's the one who loves us. He's the one who enables us to help people even get who he is. And so when we see that, we, we get to experience people realizing that there's something so much bigger out there and that something is Jesus and that something is his love for them and his grace for them. And it doesn't matter how lonely they feel or how alone they feel. Jesus is for them. Jesus embraces them. He accepts them. And we know that because he's done that for us. We know he's accepted us. We know he loves us. And so will you join all of us together collectively in this mission? Next two weeks, will you do it? I'll ask one more time because nobody really responded there and it kind of made me a little sad. So are we going to do this together? We're going to jump on board with this mission for the next two weeks between now and October 5th and have a party and just celebrate what God's done. All right, I like it. I hope you guys take this thing on. I know you can. And if you actually do it, God uses middle schoolers like crazy when you guys actually let him. So let him. Because y'all are amazing. You have tons of of abilities that most of us adults don't have um, or we, we forgot we had and you still remember. So like use what God's given you you're going to be blown away with what he does. And then we'll celebrate it all together on October 5th. So let me pray for us. And then Tyler's going to close us out and send us out to groups. Okay, so let's pray together. God, thank you so much for the fact that you trust us with your mission. You trust us to go out and help people see and know Jesus. So help us in that to just 
Be real and honest with people. Help us to just share our story with people of what you've done in our life. Help us to realize that everybody that God puts in our path are the people we're meant to share that story with. And that we just be sensitive to who those people are. We would look for opportunities for us to bless people, God. And that we would take on Jesus's mission for this world. So God, I go ahead. I just want to give you glory for what you're going to do the next two weeks. Thank you ahead of time for that. Thank you for these students taking on this mission. We'll give you all the glory for it in Jesus' name. Everybody said? Amen. Amen.